What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Know Your Worth podcast. I just ate some almonds, so excuse me if I sound like I'm chewing. I'm just trying to get the skin out of my teeth, but nonetheless, glad you guys are back. This is a very, very crucial episode in terms of your well-being, of your mental health, and your physical reality, to be completely honest with you. So happy to be back. As always, I don't ask anything from you guys, but if you enjoy the show, if you feel like you get anything from it, uh, please share it post it, do whatever you want to do. Uh, Anything is appreciated and that's how we grow and that's how I've continued to grow. So that is the fee here and I love you guys for it. Thank you so much and I hope you guys are doing well. I think we're coming to a point now in society, especially in America, where we're at this interesting limbo stage where it's like, it's still very divisive, but I think we're headed in an upward trajectory, which is good. That doesn't mean everything's great because it's most definitely not, but I think I think things feel better, at least from my perspective. And maybe that's because I just exclude myself from reality. But uh, that's what makes me feel good. So maybe you guys, if you don't feel good, you should do the same thing. So nonetheless, let's get into this podcast. And as you guys have seen by the title of this podcast, it's going to be about setting your standards. And in order to break that down and get a a larger scope of what that actually means, let's start with this. I think most people are wandering generalities. And what I mean by that is a lot of people don't know what they want. They don't know what their goals are. They don't know, even if they have a goal, how to get it. It's very generic, right? And that's why I say a generality. People will say, you know, I want to lose weight. Okay, well, how much weight do you want to lose? Your brain can't compute if you say, I want to lose weight. You have to be as specific as you possibly can so that you can identify what you need to do. So if you say, I want to lose weight, I want to lose 15 pounds in X amount of time, I'm going to do that by eating this amount of food and doing these workouts. Then your brain knows what to look for. You know what you have to do. That is how it computes. So don't be a wandering, you know, don't be a wandering generality. You're never going to get anything complete, nothing done. You're not going to have any structure. You're not going to know how to get there. So that's the way that I view it. And I've seen this in my life. Personally, I've gone through this where it's like, okay, well, I want to complete this. And I used to set these goals But when you don't know what to look for, you don't know what to do. And when you don't know what to do, you wander. Hence the term wandering generalities. So get as specific as you possibly can. I've shared goal setting on previous podcasts where I'll say, uh, make a list of your goals on the left side and on the right side, you know, put the specifics, how you're going to attain that goal. So maybe it's, um, I want to, I don't know, make X amount of business calls. Okay, well, what are you going to do per day? Break it down number-wise and make it as easy as you possibly can. Uh, Again, if it's a weight thing, if it's a food thing, if it's mental health, okay, well, I'm going to read 10 pages a day for the next year, and in doing that, I'll read 10 books, 15 books, whatever it may be, right? So break it down and be as specific as you possibly can. I think that's step one. Um, And number two, uh, or excuse me, moving into the, the topic of number two, which is setting your standards, try and understand that your standards help you identify what to look for. And once you know what to look for, you can find a route to get there. So I've talked about in the past, like your internal reality becomes your external reality and you can get into quantum physics and the quantum realm, all that stuff. But to make it as simple as possible, when you tell your brain, your reticular activating system, your RAS, um, I want to, I want to buy a certain car, right? And you envision yourself in that car you envision the route that it's going to take you to get there. That is your internal reality in your head, but now it knows what to look for in your external reality. So, you know, to compare it to something that's maybe more relatable, 
if you watch a movie and you see a certain car or you see, I don't know, a certain type of food, whatever it is, and then you're in the grocery store, you see that food constantly, or you're on the street and you constantly see that car, you're like, man, I've never really seen that car before, but now I feel like I'm seeing it all the time. That's your reticular activating system. You're looking for it. So once you understand that and you put your mind in the right direction of what to look for, you can attain those things. So that's when I talk about setting your standards. That's a big part of it. It truly is having the right mindset. And once you know your standards, you know what to look out for. You're going to have a not to do list, which I've talked about in the past, and you're going to have a to do list. And that not to do list is more important, in my opinion, than the to do list. And it's really laying the foundation for what you should avoid in your life in order to get to where you want to go, because you're going to have to make changes. It's no different than an entrepreneur when they're making $10 million. They're going to have to do some different things to make $50 million. They're going to have to put new systems in place. They're going to have to hire new people. They're going to have to recruit differently. It's not the same process. And the same goes for you on your journey to bettering yourself, whether that be physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, religiously, whatever it is. So those standards are everything. And in the beginning, it's going to be really confusing. It's going to feel like a huge shift. You're not even going to know what it means to set your standards. But I promise you, when you go through hardships, you're going to learn what to avoid. And I can tell you for me personally, it's not just been with relationships and friendships. It's been with everything in my life. Whether that be you know trying a business and failing in it, I know what to avoid the next time. Um, it does go hand in hand with relationships and friendships for sure. Um, it's led me to to seek out being introspective. And what I mean by that is when I go through these hardships in any of these areas, for me personally, I use that as a time to reflect and go, okay, what did I do wrong? How can I better myself moving forward? What did maybe somebody else do wrong? I'm not trying to put them down by any means, but how did it affect me? You know, it's not necessarily that what they did was the worst thing in the world, but how did it affect me so that I know moving forward how to cope with that? So it's really just about being aware. And from that, like I said, you know what to avoid, you know what to do, and that's how you set your standards. So when you set your standards, like I said, you know what to look for, but also you're going to get what you want out of your life. So I've talked about in the past, just as an example for me personally, I don't like to make the podcast about me, but I like to give examples. So for me, something that's important is comfort. And that means for me personally, living in a neighborhood where I feel safe. And if it's a little bit more expensive, I'm going to do that. But that means I have to have the money to pay for it. So my standards are I have to make X amount of money so that I can pay for a place where I feel comfortable to live in. If I didn't have that standard, I wouldn't care. If I didn't view myself, if I didn't have a certain perception of myself, I wouldn't care to go and get the job where I make a certain amount of money or make the money doing whatever it is that I do. So when I was 18 or 19, excuse me, and I came home from playing college basketball, my standard when I went out to get a job was not to make seven twenty-five an hour. My standard was to make as much money as I possibly could to live a lifestyle that I wanted. And I got offered four jobs, four or five, whatever, however many I interviewed for, none of which I was qualified for at 19 years old. Zero. Every single one of them offered me the job. Because I went into the interview basically expressing to them, if you don't hire me, you're losing out on a lot. You know what I mean? I had that confidence in myself. Like, if you don't have me on your team, you're going to lose. <laughs> like that I'm not directly saying that, but I'm letting them know by having someone like me, your whole team is going to move forward in a positive direction. And that's the standard for me. Again, it, it, like all of its standards. If my standard was, oh, I just want to be a mediocre worker, then I would go into the to those interviews and I wouldn't have gotten offered the job. But this goes for every single area of your life and mine as well. 
Like my standards when I when I go to work out isn't to just have an average workout because then I'm gonna get an average outcome. My standards when I go to work out is to push myself harder than I did the last time, to do one extra rep, to do one extra set, to push myself even if it's painful because I know it's short-term pain and that's gonna to lead to long-term gain. And that might sound really cheesy, but it's true. So anything that you go into, you have to set your standards. And I truly believe the way that you do one thing is the way that you do everything. And I've heard that in so many books that I've read. I've heard that from many mentors. I've heard that in so many podcasts and interviews and in daily life. And I always thought that it was bullshit. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, man. I could go in the gym and be great. But when I go in to do a business deal, if I don't really like that business, I'm not going to do all that well. Well, there's there's a trickle-down effect from that. Because if you're flipping burgers at Burger King and you do a half-ass job in that, you're, you're not going to get noticed for doing a good job. And that's going to carry over to everything else you do because that's how you identify and that is your standard. My sta- so your standard should be whether you're mopping floors, you're flipping burgers, you're in business, you're an entrepreneur. Your standard should be that of excellence because that's going to carry over to every other area of your life. And that is ultimately how you become better. And it carries over with everything that you do. So I think a good foundation for that is the gym. Like when you go to the gym, don't go in there and half-ass. Don't be scrolling on your phone the entire time you're there. Go in with a purpose and an intent to get something out of that workout because you're going to come out feeling a lot better and you're going to subconsciously push yourself. Same thing goes when you're reading. Like before you read, tell yourself, what can I take away from this when I read? Or what do I want to learn today? Or just set yourself up in the mind frame. Like, when I read this, I want to take something away from it. Whether it be one thing, two things, three things, whatever it is. Again, it's intention and standards. So with everything that you do, understand what those are. And you'll gain a lot more from them. Another thing I want to tell you is, by setting your standards, you're going to learn that there's a lot of things that you need to be avoiding that are going to be difficult. Whether that be friends, family, uh, you know your nighttime routine, whatever that may be. But when you change your standards, that means you have to change your way of living a lot of the times. And that's difficult, it's uncomfortable, and you think a lot of things that you need, you really don't. And it's going to take you some time to rewire your brain around that. So for example, if you feel like I eat really healthy, so I need a cheat day every week, maybe you think that, but you don't, right? Or maybe you feel like, because I'm not in a relationship, I have to please myself. And I think you guys know what I mean, wink, 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 wink. <laughs> you don't, right? A lot of times we make these excuses for ourselves or kind of a cop-out, like, well, because I'm not doing this, I get to reward myself doing this. When really you don't have to, and you're telling yourself that I need advice because I don't have the thing that I want. And there's damage in that. And again, there's a trickle-down effect that leads to every other area of your life. And if you're not disciplined in simple things such as not being able to control your, you know, sexual emotions, then you're not going to be able to control a lot of other areas in your life. And I can tell you that from personal experience. So set the standard for yourself in one area. Allow that to carry over to other areas. And have a view for yourself. Like, who do you want to become? Who do you want to be? I've talked about the 10-year view, which is something that's helped me a lot. Another practice that I've done that I learned from Ryan Serhan is to write your obituary and write it in two versions. So the first one, you would write the obituary living your ultimate life. So like looking back, you lived your dreams uh, with your standards, you met your goals, whatever that may be, and you write that obituary. The other obituary you write is a life of desperation. So you go through it 
aimlessly going through life, working for the man. You save up your 401k, you retire, and then you're miserable. For me, that was misery in mine. And then you have an idea like, okay, well, you got one side living your true life. You got the other side where you're completely desperate and you're living a life of shame. So who do I have to become to be the good version, the version that I want to be? And what am I doing now that's going to lead me to the path of desperation? And then you can identify those things. But if you don't know that, you can't identify. So again, you got to tell your brain what to look for. So that's a really good practice I would highly recommend. Something else I would highly recommend is... Uh, just visualization. And for me, I like to do a, a, a different different forms of meditation overall. But I like to do, in specific, one by Dr. Joe Dispenza, which is on YouTube. If you guys want that, I would gladly, gladly send it to you if you reach out to me through DM. Like, I would be so happy to send this to you. Because I truly believe if you do it um, with some intention, just the first time you do it, you're going to be like, whoa. Um, it's about 25 minutes, I believe, 30 minutes. And that sounds like a lot, but I promise you it'll go by in a snap of a finger. If Because once you're in a flow state, you lose track of time. It's just the way that your brain operates. And I promise you, you will come out of that. And the first day you do it, if you do it with some intentionality, you're going to come out of that state and you're going to continue to stay in that state for probably like an hour or two. But the whole day, you're going to feel like what you just envisioned is your current reality. And then you'll start to live your life that way. And you're going to be more confident. You're going to have a view of yourself. And you're going to know what to identify with and with not. Or excuse me, without. So that's number two. I think that's extremely, extremely, extremely important. And then number three, I would say, is be aware of what you're consuming. So like if you're on YouTube, for example, don't consume bullshit content that's not helping you in any way, shape, or form. It's actually damaging you. Um, and a lot of times, again, it's a vice. Or like you go on Netflix and you watch movies 24-7 or you watch TV shows. And if it's really hard for you to just cut that off, maybe do it once a week. You know, like on Saturday, sometimes I'll watch a movie or like I'll, I'll turn on a TV show, whatever it is, um, or maybe Sunday, but don't do it for three or four or five or six hours because then you're crippling yourself. And again, if it's really hard for you to cut that off completely, if you're watching Netflix for three hours a day or four hours a day, cut it back to maybe one and then use those other three, four hours to, or two, three, four hours to do something more productive. So consume a book or listen to a podcast or watch an interview or go for a walk or meditate or do whatever it is that you have to do that you've probably been putting off slay that monster so those are three key things that i would highly recommend for you to do to help you set your standards and just to become more aware of them and today we're in an age of information so ignorance is a choice you don't need to go to school to learn these things you don't need to go and get a mentor to do these things you don't need someone to hold your hand and say hey come over here i'm going to teach you all these things fuck that Everything is at your fingertips, on your computer, on your phone. You're probably listening to this on a phone, in a car, over Bluetooth. Do you realize how privileged you are? If you have these tools at your disposal and you're not using them, ignorance is a choice. I don't know how people do not understand that concept. I really don't. And I think people think they have it so hard when really you don't. Like, we've all gone through some shit, and, you know, some people's level of shit is much worse than others. I get it. And some people really have been through some hard things. But you have a choice to make a change, to make a difference, to do things differently. And if you don't, no one's going to feel bad for you. And I know people really don't want to hear these things. People are like, you know, a lot of you are going to be like, screw this guy, he has no empathy. No, 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 I'm a very empathetic person. But what I don't give empathy for is excuses. I refuse. Because way too many people waste their potential. Like, 
to a very sad degree. There's so many people walking the face of this earth that are never going to do anything meaningful with their lives because they don't believe in themselves. Because external sources, whether that be society, teachers, social media, the media, have told them that they're supposed to be average. And I think that's a crock of shit. And I think that we're indoctrinated from a young age to say that you need to become a worker, to say that you need to work for the man, to say that you need to go and work a 40-hour job, uh, 40 hours a week job, you need to save up for your 401k, you need to go on vacations once a year. Why? You don't have to do that stuff. You can do whatever you want to do. And unfortunately, a lot of people get that tamper because a lot of people that are supposed to want to be entrepreneurs tried and they failed. And so then they go to other people and they're like, oh, well, you know, I tried it out, but uh, it didn't work out. No, if you didn't quit, it would eventually work out. It might not be exactly what you wanted it to be, but something's going to come from that. Hard work is rewarded, whether you like that or not. And again, it might not be in the form that you thought it would be, but anyone that's telling you I tried and I failed, that's someone that tried, they failed, they quit, and they stayed down. That's not someone that you should be listening to. Be very careful who you take advice from. So with all that being said, I think this kind of paints a picture as to what you need to be looking out for. I truly believe by setting your standards, you set up your life in a way that you want it to be set up. Like you know what to look for. And you're going to feel so much better mentally. You're going to have so much more clarity. And you're going to feel like ultimately, because this is going to be part of it, you're surrounding yourself with the right people, the right environment, the right content. You're consuming the right things. And you're constantly going to feel like you have momentum, right? Even if it's like, okay, nothing really got done today in the way that I wanted it to, but you know, I still learned X, Y, Z. I consumed this amount of knowledge. I, you know, I read this book. You're going to feel like you're growing. And when we feel like we're growing, that brings us fulfillment and joy because like something's happening. I might not know what it is, but something's happening in my life. I feel as a person, I'm gaining more, which means that you can give back to others more. And I think it's extremely selfish. Like I said, ignorance is a choice in today's day and age. It always has been. But I feel like one of the biggest missing links in today's society is people aren't obtaining knowledge. You know, they're not learning more. Um, they're not actively trying to better themselves. And by not doing that, there's a trickle-down effect in society. Like, it, it makes you worse. It makes the people around you worse. It makes your neighbors worse. It makes our society as a whole worse. So if you haven't picked up a book since high school... What are you doing? <laughs> go pick up a book and learn something. Go go listen to more podcasts. Go do whatever it is that you need to do. But if you're not growing in some way, shape, or form, honestly, I think it's extremely selfish. Like, shame on you. And I think if people had more perspective, you would realize, one, that life is short. But two, if you, if you understood that life is short, you would do everything that you could to squeeze the most out of it. And a big part of that is by learning as much as you possibly can so that you can help other people. Your kids, your cousins, your peers, your friends, your whoever it is, your parents even. Your parents learn more from, from you than almost anybody. And it might not be directly from what you're saying, but just from your actions. It might be subconscious for them. But your parents will learn more from you, I promise, than almost anybody else or anything else. So I take that as a responsibility, and that's why I'm passionate about these things. And that's why I share this shit. Because I don't think a lot of people think about life that way when you gain perspective, which I was lucky enough to gain from asking questions because I humbled myself and I got my ego out of the way. You realize that there's so much that we're not grasping onto and there's so much we're not taking advantage of. And once you start to do those things, once you start to take advantage of your resources that you have at your fingertips, you realize that your potential is limitless. There's so much that you can do. And I know people might listen to me and be like, dude, you know, you're not super successful yet, blah, blah, blah. Give me time. 
Give me time. I promise you, when you look at me in two years, a year, six months from now, I'm not the same person. I'm not the same person that I was a year ago, a year and a half ago, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. I'm constantly growing. And because of that, I want other people to do the same thing because I have seen the effects. I've been in the position where I felt like I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't have any sense of direction. I didn't feel like I could obtain the things that I wanted to obtain. I wasn't good in conversation. I had zero confidence. I felt like I was always trying to prove myself to people. I've been there. I'm speaking from experience. I've felt like a piece of shit before. Like I've been in those positions, you guys. I've been extremely mad about what I was given from God, if you will, or whatever um, higher power what he gave me physically or why was I born into X situation or what? Like everyone has those thoughts and I've been there and I get it and I've come out of it and I'm not perfect. I'm not who I want to be yet, but I've come very, very far. And if, if you're at a starting point where you don't understand these things, I'm telling you from experience, I'm telling you from mentorship, I'm telling you from the thousands of hours of content that I've consumed and applied and learned from failing in my businesses and things that I've done. Um, and working in corporate America, like I'm speaking from experience on most of this stuff. So just, if you don't believe me, try it. Just try it. Set your standards and give yourself time. Understand that this is not a quick fix. This is something that is going to take you getting used to. And it's going to take you actually living in order for a difference to be made. If you do that, I promise you, you'll see a difference in your life. And I'm going to continue to put out content similar to this when it comes to mental health, setting up barriers for yourself, knowing what to look for, knowing what to identify with and not identify with, your not to do list, what books to read, everything that I can do to help, I will continue to do that because we are living in a society and I keep telling you guys and people just can, a lot of people just continue to ignore this shit. We're living in a society where we're following and not only that, we're living in a society where we're constantly putting people down. We have this cancel culture bullshit and people don't believe in what I believe in. They're not as good as me. So on and so forth. It doesn't end. And it has to change. If it doesn't, we are going to be miserable. We're going to be miserable. Your kids are going to grow up being extremely, extremely screwed up in their brain. Again, with even more resources at their fingertips than ever even like if you told my grandmother, for example, or your grandmother, or grandfather, whoever it may be, someone that's maybe in their 80s or 90s or even late 70s. When they were 10, hey, 60 years from now, 70 years from now, you're going to be able to go on this thing that you can hold in your hand and make phone calls to someone on the other side of the world. They would tell you that you're insane. Or you can start a business on this thing called a computer, which used to be the size of a Mack truck is now the size of a pizza, you can run a business through that and make millions of dollars. They would tell you you're insane. And I promise you, if they had those resources when they were 10 or 20 or 30, whatever, whatever it may be, they would take full advantage of it. And they would be so grateful because they've seen what they didn't have. And unfortunately, this generation is so caught up and just so entitled with what we do have that they're not taking advantage of it. A lot of you, not everybody, but a lot of us. And we've got this victim, victim game going on. Whoever has this, the bigger sob, sob, excuse me, sob story is winning. Why? Why? Why are we putting that on a pedestal? There's nothing positive about that. You're crippling that person that has the victim story. And you're crippling yourself by continuing to follow people like that. It will get you nowhere. 
And if, again, if you don't believe me, remove those people from your life and see how much better you feel. I guarantee you, you will feel uplifted, you will feel way happier, and you will have a sense of direction again. Promise you. And I'm going to end the podcast on that note. And just encourage you guys to take action on some of the stuff that I talked about. And love yourself. You know, that's another big thing too that goes right along with this when setting your standards. Love who you are. And that doesn't mean that you're content with where you are because you should always be trying to improve physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, religiously, whatever it is, as I always say. But you should constantly be trying to improve. But you have to love who you are because you were given one body. You were given one brain. You can enhance those things, but you got to love it. You have to. And if you feel like you're struggling with that, start slow. You know, when you meditate, view yourself as who you want to become, but also tell yourself, I love my body. I embrace who I am. Thank you for giving me skin. Like have perspective and have gratitude. When you wake up in the morning, say thank you. When you go to bed, say thank you. Think of all the little things that you take advantage of. Like, I'm so grateful that I have all my limbs. I'm so grateful that I have skin on my body to protect me and keep me warm. I'm so grateful that I have hair. I'm so gr- Whatever it is, come up with the small things. I promise you'll have so much more grace when you go through your day-to-day life. I love you. Have an amazing night or morning, whatever time you're listening to this at, wherever you're at in this country, wherever you're at in the world. I love you, and I will talk to you guys next Monday. Peace.